Hello, and welcome to the Magic for Realists podcast. This is the 27th dose, and it's called Voices. My name is Lindsay Celeste, and I'm making this podcast because I want to share with you some of the wonder, awe, beauty, poetry, amazement, techniques, uh, profundity, is that a word, Um, that I've found in everyday kind of normal human uh, physical existence. I'm fascinated by the intersection of our emotions and spirit with the physical, tangible world. And so I explore different angles on that in this podcast. And I'm making this one in particular because I want to talk to you about some of the voices in my head and some of the voices I've been listening to. And I want to make a case for why it would be a good idea that you listen to a bit of country music. And so if you don't like country music, please continue to listen to this episode. If you do uh, already like it, then you're in good company. And uh, yeah, here we go. So where to start? Um, I wonder if you know that feeling of the voices in your head. So sometimes you might identify it as like your own voice of yourself talking to yourself. And, or maybe it sounds like somebody else. And part of deepening awareness, as I understand it, is to be able to recognize that there is this kind of like running commentary of thoughts. And sometimes that seems like us but to also realize this is i think part of what meditation is is going towards is to notice that we can notice that and that there is an awareness that um sees or hears or knows that we are um aware that we're having this dialogue or stream of thoughts and becoming aware of how we what this voice is, is like in our heads of our of our thoughts or our self-talk can be a a huge step towards recognizing what is happening in our mind and also in our experience because the dialogue matters like it matters what you're what you're saying to yourself if you are um complaining if you're feeling shameful if you're encouraging to yourself um it's going to really change how you experience the world. So also, I don't want to go too far into that this time, because I've got other things to say. (laughs) Like, sometimes it feels to me that there's a lot of other voices in my, I'll I'll say in my head, it's actually in my awareness. Uh, Like, it's almost like it's getting kind of crowded. And sometimes these voices get the label of they. Like, they want me to have a regular job, or they don't want this, or they would be embarrassed if, or I should, da 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 da. And these voices can be kind of elusive, like, uh, like I almost don't notice they're there for a while, but it will, it will build up to feeling kind of crowded, like as if, as if my house has like a bunch of visitors over and then one day I realize, wait, like, 
I don't even have room to sleep in my bed, and I didn't really invite these people to eat all my food. <laughs> this didn't happen physically, but the the idea being that there can be a lot of people like talking in my head about their opinions of what I should be doing, and and I in the crowd I can lose track of how I actually feel about something um, or what's actually kind of going on in my awareness. Now, to be clear, all of these voices are happening inside my awareness. Like, I'm making it up. The um, The other tricky thing that can happen is that we can think that these voices actually are true to the people we project them onto. For, so, for example, I might think that a friend of mine disapproves of something I'm up to. Or I might think that my parent feels a certain way or my boyfriend feels a certain way about something. And it's it's like the voice in my head that I have assigned to them, which is not the same as their actual opinion. And this can be the cause of some misunderstanding or um, tension. So that's important to um, think about that the, the voices we might assign to other people are not the same as what they would actually say if we asked them. Uh, so this week I noticed that it was getting kind of crowded in my head. And this is pretty closely connected to anxiety for me. Um, probably similarly to if a bunch of uninvited people um, were hanging out in my house all the time, I get kind of yeah, more anxious. It feels like there's more I'm supposed to do. It feels like more confusing about what I'm supposed to do or what I want to do or what is good uh, because there's so many different voices. And when I realized this, I, this is not the first time I've felt this way. The, the most practical thing I could do to honor that feeling and lessen the voices in my head. Um, so, so often when I, when I figure out something in my experience that, like in my internal experience that I want to shift, then I look for an outward physical sign um, that I would, yes, be symbolic, but would also actually start to make that shift. So in this case, like, what voices are, am I actually listening to that I could, uh, like, tone, tone down on or cut out? And the most practical thing to do was to look at my podcast feed and uh, take a bunch out of my podcast library. So I realized this may be sort of shooting myself in the foot because I'm glad you listened to my podcast. But if, if it feels like there's too many voices in your head and listening to my voice isn't helpful anymore, then please stop. Please stop listening to this podcast. If it's, if it's part of that overloaded, like, can't hear yourself think, um, crowded feeling, then take a break. Uh, yeah, you were, I felt so much, uh, cleaner and clearer when I did like a, a purge of my podcast feed. Now there's a very few select few podcasts that stayed. Uh, 
podcasts are one of my favorite mediums to listen to. And I'm sure that I will go back to having more in that feed um, at some other point. But for now, I needed the simplification of not listening to those voices. I would be honored if mine makes the cut if you're doing a podcast purge. But my point is that um, the voices matter. And sometimes taking a physical step to quiet some of the voices we are listening to can really help towards feeling less anxious and more centered on our own voice. Yeah, I'm going to read you. So when I was in the middle of this um, feeling very crowded uh, voices, I did a extended journal rant entry about um, what was going on in my head. And just a little bit, I need a Kleenex. It was quite illuminating to try and write all the things that in this case, they were um, all about should. Because lots of these voices are towards a, a should sort of energy of like something I'm supposed to do or that would make me good if I did. So I'm going to read you this uh, this list of shoulds. And in hopes that it might um, might be funny or relieving that you're not alone if you have this also going on. And to kind of expose how, how, how much, really just the quantity of things we can think we're supposed to do. And some of these are pretty big, and some of them are very seemingly small. Some of them are contradictory. And, and I just want to sort of like shine the light on that. And I hope that it, uh, it also helps you somehow. Okay. I should be healthier, sexier, richer. I should own a property and a house. I should be more zen, more disciplined, more successful. I should have a plan, a career, a tiny home, a husband, a baby, a dream, a tattoo, a book published, and a degree. I should feel forgiveness towards my mom, connection to my childhood friends, and more ease with my neighbors. I should have sorted out my names by now and become famous. I should know what I'm doing. I should be well regarded. I should have a nice bike, house, purse, sink, backpack, toenails, and last name. I should be more peaceful, kind, loving, funny, vibrant, perky, and curvy. I should eat more salad, drink more wine, and watch less TV shows. I should feel less guilty about the one TV show on Netflix I like, and I should lose my need to justify myself. I should deal with old love notes, hiking boots, voice notes, and computer files. I should be further along. I should stop saying I should and write something else. I should share this. I should keep it private. I should talk about my ex. I should forget about him completely. I should reconcile with the town I used to live in. I should call my bank. I should write my schedule in a day planner, speak up to my boss, and find a consistent spiritual practice. I should speak to my mother. I should wait for her to call. I should stop reading self-help books. I should wash out my recycling. I should build a roof over my trailer and send my aunt a package. I should wait for the invitation. I should not give New Age astrology so much merit. I should order another sample pack. I should buy myself a rare, new, brand new jumper. I should graffiti my town. 
I should become politically involved. I should check the watering system, put on sunscreen, and order that hat I want. I should finish that sewing project, decide about my studio space, and go with the flow. I should sharpen this pencil, not give a fuck, and become more patient. I should meditate, do yoga, keep the physio appointment I want to cancel, and have faith in the universe. I should cut my toenails better next time, decide whether I'm the kind of girl who paints her nails, and stop referring to myself as a girl. I'm a woman. I should rethink birth control, do sit-ups, go jogging, go bike riding, and book a hair appointment. I should be ruthless with my inbox, generous with my boyfriend, and honest with my parents. I should keep going to therapy. I should not call it that. I should answer the phone that's ringing. There you go. That's that's a little slice of life inside my shooting brain. And uh, it felt really great to do that. So if you'd like to do that same exercise, you are totally invited to. Um, yeah, especially the... It felt really good to sort of free flow it and not... Um, not concentrate on like the logic of like you know putting the major things first or um or worrying about the contradictions and just really jumping from one thing to the next as it occurred to me and yeah it had this cleansing effect and now when i read it it uh it makes me smile <laughs> and it's just kind of so over the top but also like so realistic like that's that's what it's like um yeah and that's what it's like is kind of the the way that I want to talk about country music because I've been having these I want to say sort of like transcendent moments by transcendent I mean like the moments where you kind of feel like you zoom out a little bit and you're like have a broader perspective on life and experience like you're you're transcending with your own um experience to have a a broader bigger um like more encompassing it you get outside yourself basically and that's helpful if you're stuck in with the voices and so I've been having transcendent moments while listening to my local country music station and I didn't grow up listening to the radio, and I have thought I don't like radio because I don't like the advertisements, I don't really want to hear the news, and I'd be annoyed by the song choice. But I like country music, and I really like new country music, which is like a bit less twangy and a bit more kind of poppy, and is kind of polarizing. <laughs> Lots of people don't like it. But I also think that maybe they don't like it because of some sort of like pride issue like like as if it's not cool enough or sophisticated enough to like country music so all that aside I want to tell you about why country music can offer a portal into transcendent experiences so these voices that I'm hearing in my car as I drive that's when I turn it on um have been really helpful in this strange way to me uh, so the radio station, if you live near me, is called Raven, 100.7. And if you don't live near me, you can actually still find it online. And I hope you give it a little listen, because then you'll know what I'm talking about. And, and like, wait past, if you're not a fan of country music, like, 
wait a little bit longer until you shut it off because I think there's something there. And what I think is there, um, it's kind of two or maybe three or fourfold, is is this acknowledgement of what is and and quite wide arms for our human experience. So country music is like, I wonder, this is a, it might just be a more North American phenomena. So if you're listening to this somewhere else in the world where you don't have country music, you also probably want to sample it just to hear what I'm talking about. It's like this genre that it's all, it's all about like, you know, country as in not city living. Uh, so, but more than that, it's about simple experiences of like the delights of fishing or the delights of driving a back road that winds around. It's about your hometown. It's about your family. It's about your mom's like best pie or uh, the t- there's a few like little sort of tropes, like little repeated um, kind of like iconic ideas in country music, like a Dixie cup, which is a uh, plastic plastic cup often red that uh you'll serve at kind of like a backyard party so like beer in dixie cups is kind of like a a classic a country song icon uh you might have like a tailgate or a truck um beer figures a lot into country music as with this sort of like super low-key christianity like jesus and god in in really unsophisticated um, not very, uh, like, not very preachy way, just sort of, like, almost taken for granted that there's this, like, gentle God you believe in. Um, there's heartbreak is in country songs. Uh, they usually refer to women as girls and not in a, they're not trying to be offensive. It's currently still pretty heteronormative. Um, like, a guy wants a girl in the songs or a girl wants a guy. Um, by that they mean men and women, but I, what I've been amazed by in this country station is how this genre of music, which would be pretty much the, like, icon of conservative, uh, like, as I said, Christian related, um, like, towards right wing for sure, politically, uh, hetero, like, like that, rednecks, those people, this is the kind of music that we associate, quote, them listening to. I'm, this is like, I'm talking stereotypes here, so bear with me. So I'm saying that country music has been lumped on people who stereotypically wouldn't care about, um, things that, quote, liberals or, open-minded people care about and I this is changing and it's quite exciting to me so beautifully my local Raven radio station uh has these one their their logo is a beautiful um raven in the style of west coast native art and many times throughout the day there are these uh, indigenous cultural segments on the radio that take up like as much time as an advertise like an advertising segment would it's like several minutes of um 
there's a few different kinds. There's one about stories of places and there's a word of the day feature that has like this great intro of some native drumming sounds and then um, a recognition of it says like if you're if you're listening to this radio station then you're in this the native territory um, in Hamulco territory and the which language that there is spoken Ajuthan I hope I'm saying that right and then one of the uh, a native Ajuthan speaking person will come on and teach us a word of the day and so to hear these voices different voices different sounds of the drums acknowledge where where I'm living and the language of the people who were here long before I was born um, is really beautiful and it's it's beautiful because it's not really um like the last line of that segment is the word of the day is important because it connects us to our roots and I love that it's speaking to everybody like it's a it's a native woman saying that but I feel like she's also talking to me. I'm Caucasian and I I feel like, yeah, this also connects me to my roots, both the people in my heritage who wouldn't have spoken English before that, but also the people like my roots are now here in this land and therefore these people like I care what who spoke what here. Um, but it's very inclusive in the way that it's even presenting this cultural segment like and it's. It's very normalized and very, like, it's almost like it's just part of it. It's just part of the whole thing. And I've never heard this on another radio station. And to find it on a country music station, which was so often associated, like, the farthest thing from, like, recognizing Indigenous rights. And this station blends the two together like they were, have always been and is the most natural thing ever. Like they just effortlessly is like this is how we do things. This is, this is what this is about. This is about, like family and enjoying nature and you know drinking beer when we're on a Friday night. And also here's the word of the day. Like it's just all there, in this kind of messy but like totally real sort of way. And this is what I've been finding with this listening to country music, and. Strangely, like, I'm not used to how often songs repeat on the radio in the course of a day. Um, I can see why it gets tiring. But also, like, everything is there. All this, there's slices of so many angles of human experience in these country songs. Um, people delighted by love. People heartbroken. People glad it's Friday. People glad that they're driving home. People excited to see the neon lights. People, like, looking for a first kiss. People just hungry people uh remembering somebody adopting like their a son who's not their biological son there's like so many sweet angles on human experience um in country music really give it a listen and see what you can find i want to share with you some lyrics of a few of the songs i wished i could uh actually just sample the songs to you but um that doesn't work on podcasting copyright stuff. So you need to listen yourself. I'll put the link to the radio station in the show notes. Uh, okay, so this one's called What a Song Should Do by Tim Hicks. I'm not sure if I can sing it. But here we go. 
If it don't make you dance, if it don't make you think, if it don't get you sober, it better make you drink. Yeah, it's what you drive to, cry to, make you feel alive to, when you got nothing left to lose. If it don't get you laughing or break your heart in two, that's what a song should do. It should make you go, hell yeah, me too, that's what a song should do. I love this. It's like an anthem. This is like a freaking praise song to the power of music. I grew up singing like church songs and this is very, very much like an anthem. Uh, yeah, it should make What's What a Song Should Do by, by Tim Hicks. And songs should be powerful. They should like, it's about what, how music can connect us. Yeah. Um, there's another one called Drunk Girl by Chris Jansen. Yeah. Couple cover charge stamps got her hand looking like a rainbow. In and out of every bar on a whim just like the wind blows. She's either a bachelorette or coming off a breakup. Take a drunk girl home. She's bouncing like a pinball, singing every word she never knew. Dancing with her eyes closed like she's the only one in the room. Her hair is a perfect mess, falling out of that dress. Take a drunk girl home. Take a drunk girl home, let her sleep all alone. Leave her keys on the counter, your number by the phone. Pick up her life she threw on the floor. Leave the hall lights on, walk out and lock the door. Take a drunk girl home. This song touched me because um, it's recognizing that sometimes people get drunk because their life is hard and or they're broken up or they're just having a good time or whatever you might not know why and it's recognizing that sometimes people get taken advantage of when they're drunk it's sobering (laughs) that's ironic word choice it's sobering to recognize and and it's encouraging people to be kind to those people and take them home care for them but not take advantage of them and like Country music has a way of of actually instilling values while being a catchy catchy song. I don't know if people know that about country music if they don't listen to it. Similarly, uh this is there's a song called Undivided by Tim McGraw and Tyler Hubbard and it's all about the I think it was written in 2020, I believe, and it's about the American political climate being so divided. And it's speaking to that that consciousness and saying like, hey, there's more that unites us. Um, it's, I think it's time to come together. You and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference, make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody. We've been hateful long enough. Let the good Lord reunite us to this country that we love's undivided. So yeah, you could look at this, be like, oh my God, it's still like make America great and... Uh, it's still talking about, you know, God being the solution. But, but what I'm sensing is that it's, some people are at this point where this is the language that really works and it's going to help them feel, um, or not feel, uh, act less divided. So there's this, there's, like, I, I can feel kind of like the heart behind it that it's that it's well-intentioned and wants people to be less divided and that judging that lingo as um 
as wrong would only further the division, you know? And so I'm having these moments as I'm driving, listening to the radio station of feeling the heart behind all these voices that that we want the same things. We want to be loved and connected. We want to have a homeland. We want to belong somewhere. And and feeling that that unites us um, across all these voices on the radio and these different lyricists and musicians. And I'm thinking of the people in vehicles. I don't know who I'm passing might also be listening to the radio. Like community radio itself unites us because we're all listening instead of my my individual Spotify list, it's like, somebody, if you're turning into the radio, we're listening to the same song at the same time. And I'm enjoying that connection. Um, so, wanted to point that out to you. Um, yeah, and overall to think about the voices in your head, maybe the ones you're actually listening to, the radio, the music, the podcasts, and how they are influencing you. And then also to the invitation to sort of zoom out a bit and hear the voices that connect us and maybe curate the voices in your head, maybe shut off a few of them, maybe ask a few of them to leave. Because I I hope that through that awareness, you feel more at home in yourself, more peaceful. And maybe that you find a great song to sing along to and uh, say hell yeah to as you go about your week. And I'm grateful that you listened to my voice. I hope it was helpful. I've also been thinking, this is a side note, that there's something about like just the sound of somebody's voice that we can enjoy. I hope mine is one of those. But uh, that, you know, we get familiar with somebody's voice, even if we haven't met them. Or as we're meeting them, maybe it's a, a voice note way that we are first, maybe we hear their voice before we meet them, you know, on the phone or over the internet and how there's, there's a cadence, there's an energy to voices beyond what they're saying in, in the language we might understand in this case, English. And I was wondering if it's possible for me to record a podcast that is just the sound of my voice without meaning um, I speak Spanish, so I, I could try and make a Spanish podcast that probably most of you wouldn't understand, but you could still hear the cadence. But more than that, I want it to still sound like my cadence changes in Spanish. But uh, anyways, I might play with this idea of making a recording that still sounds like my voice, but isn't doesn't have meaning to it. Sort of like Finnegan's Wake style. Although Finnegan's Wake if you know that book by James Joyce, has a lot of meaning. It's just in a different form. Uh, so maybe I'll read Finnegan's Wake. <laughs> and then when you just want to hear a friendly, kind, loving voice, but you don't want to think, you could just put that on. Like maybe that would be, I think that would be helpful to me. Sometimes I want to, you know, hear another human voice, but I don't want to have added thoughts. Anyways, if that is at all appealing to you, I would love to know. And if you have any thoughts about this, I always love hearing from you. Um, yeah, you can get in touch with me through the website, magicforrealists.ca, or on Instagram, magicforrealists. And yeah, I love hearing that you're listening, what you enjoyed. I'm honored if you share this podcast with anybody else. 
who you think might benefit from hearing my voice, I would be touched. And if you want to monetarily support this podcast, you can do so through patreon.com. That is also found, the link to that is on the website for Magic for Realists. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to tell you. I don't think so. Oh, other than I didn't make a podcast last week and I had a good holiday. Um, We went canoeing for quite a few days and that was really enjoyable. I think I was maybe going to give you that update at the beginning, but here we are at the end. And until next week, I hope you experience some of the magic in the everyday world. And yeah, that you enjoy thinking about the voices. Bye for now.